0: Blob Talk Radio.
1: You're listening to Grounded Roots with Sam Black. Sam is a certified psychic medium, wellness coach, and is the
2: executive director of Grounded Roots Wellness Incorporated and is your answer to finding
0: wellness in every area of life.
1: Good afternoon, everyone. Happy Holidays and welcome to Grounded Roots with Sam Black. I'm your host, Sam Black, and I am calling in live from Niagara Falls, Ontario today. And, you know, we've got a nice fresh dusting of snow. So it is the Christmas holidays here. The kids are home and I've sent them and the dog outside to play in the snow. So fingers crossed, we'll have a nice quiet episode. And joining me is the lovely Julie Engelbrecht and Her children have also all been sent off. So you've got a quiet end at both ends and we've got so much to share with you. I really hope you all had a wonderful holiday season so far. And I know for many, the holidays can be a really challenging time. It's a time when difficult memories come up or challenging relationships. And it's a time for kind of sifting through and sorting what we wanna bring with us into the new year. And this episode is certainly going to help you get organized and get focused so that you can achieve the most out of 2017. So we're really all about consciously creating your year. And that whole being conscious is really the key. So welcoming Miss Jolie Engelbrecht. Jolie is from regina ontario or close to it she's in the small town close by there and she's a coach extraordinary and she is all about living outrageously happy so welcome jolie well i'm so
2: glad to be here thanks for having me sam
1: wonderful thank you and how was your holiday season
2: it was great you know um any time you can spend some extra time concentrating on the things you love and your family and creating foods that everybody appreciates uh, is so wonderful. So I'm very grateful that I, I had some great, great times over the holidays and, and still will in the next few days.
1: Oh, wonderful. I know at our house too, we got to see some family we haven't seen in a while, which is always such a blessing. You know, I, I, I so love my cousins. They're a lot of fun and it's always a good time, but I've been missing them because we had lived far away and now we live closer. So it's so great to see them. And also, I had Tristan, my son, come home for a week from Key West, which was amazing. I've been missing him like crazy. And so I really got some good time with him. And you've got your son home with you for the holidays too.
2: Yes, my son is uh Mateus is with the Canadian Forces and so unfortunately he was in New Brunswick. I'm in Saskatchewan actually and and you know that's a really, really long road trip. So it was it's so wonderful to have him home for a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. So wonderful. So I was sharing at the beginning about the episode about how the holidays for some people aren't quite as happy as they are for others. So, you know, If that's you and you find that you struggle over the holidays, um, stay with us for this episode because, um, you know, you really will get some key messages and big ideas to help bring you to the next level for 2017. And for those of you who've really just been enjoying the holidays, but you're the type that's maybe dreading Monday, we've got the answers for that, too. So this episode's really for everyone, helping us get organized, get focused, and decide what it is we really want out of the next year. So, Julie, what would you say is your big thing that you really want out of 2017?
2: You know, I think for me, I... I'm always about seeing how I can affect the world and seeing how I can help people to become their best selves. And I will be doing some stuff this year to expand my business a little bit to touch a few more souls at once, as as opposed to just, you know, one-on-one coaching or small workshop groups. I'm changing my business platform so that I can actually relate to a lot more people at once, which makes me happy to have a farther
1: reach. Fantastic. Yeah, mine is very similar. You know, I have had some people on a waiting list for readings for a couple months. Um, And so I've been doing more planning for evenings of spirit where more people can come all at one time. But definitely in around the coaching realm, like you, my coaching clients can be around the world. So it's really all about streamlining that platform so that I can reach more people at one time. Um, and really focusing on getting my online courses and my books out. That'll be my big focus for 2017.
2: Yeah, and the, the other focus I have, and, it, and it's really interesting, is part of that is streamlining my process within my business as well. And, and I know you have a lot of list, listeners who are uh, entrepreneurs and adding in some some ways that things can be automated. The stuff that I don't need to spend time with can be done automatically and I don't even have to think about it so that I can concentrate on giving and concentrate on working with people. So that is another focus for 2017, at least for me.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. And, you know, you and I both made the leap last year. Well, this year, technically, 2016, we both got housekeepers. And I can remember conversations about that and just saying, you know what, how much time is that going to free up for us? And certainly it was a great move for both of us. And really going into 2017, the one um, item in my house that I'm struggling with keeping up with is around food prep. And so with opening the business, we've been so busy that often we were eating things we didn't want to be eating because we were running out of time, so to speak. And so that's my one... um, One of my big things that I'm looking for for this coming year is to hire someone to come in even half a day a week, half a day every two weeks to do some food prep for me, cutting up veggies so we can make healthier choices here. And also a virtual assistant. So um, a virtual assistant is so fantastic because that frees up our time and it's different things that you know, our businesses need to have finished, but we don't necessarily have the time. If we do that, then we're not going to be servicing one of our clients. So that's, those are my two big implementations for freeing up some of my time so that I can do more for everyone else. How about you, Julie?
2: Um, you know, that's a really, uh, really great way to free up some time. And really, not even if you enjoy food prep, you know, that is that is sometimes some great family time or it but finding the stuff that is really stuff that you don't have time for and finding somebody to come do that for you really I mean what I find for me is when I, I'm doing something that I don't really want to do, it takes me three times as long as somebody who wants to do it. So, um, yeah, just that focus for me, I'm, I, uh, I'm going to be adding in some actual systems on the computer to make things, uh, kind of flow more easily. As far as my household household goes right now, we're doing pretty good. The housekeeper made a phenomenal difference in our world. Um, because that means that, you know, that energy around, oh, there's, there's just, I've got to do this and I've got to do this. And and now when I get to declutter, I get to uh, look at things. Really, my language around it is very different. It's get to instead of have to. You know, Mm -hmm. I have the ability to change my story around it because it's easier for me now. Sometimes you have to change your story when it's not easy, but that one, it's a lot (laughs) easier. It
1: is. And, you know, the language that we use makes a really big difference as far as motivation and wanting to get something accomplished
2: oh that's huge and and really i wanted to uh to touch on that when we talked about 2016 because we you know if you're on the internet at all and you've been hearing about 2016 um there's a whole lot of memes out there there's a lot of conversation around uh 2016 being Bad and 2016 being you know uh, we've lost a lot of talent in especially in the music industry Um, And you know this week just even Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds her mother um, Alone uh, from the Star Wars Carrie Fisher's from Star Wars Princess Leia uh, For listeners who don't know and her mother is uh, an actress as well uh, Debbie Reynolds and so there's a whole lot of language about how awful 2016 is and that really uh can affect how our memories kind of assess things and and kind of box things up and and what that means is we have to take a look at our year uh more holistically and we have to talk about the things that we're grateful for as well in 2016 because it's so easy to fall into that oh 2016 you're horrible um and who wants to leave a year and get away from a year that's with you know when you think back oh it was just horrible so we have to really talk about our stories and how how we're going to kind of frame our past year before we move into
1: our new year absolutely and if we look at it at the context of a new news broadcast is an hour long you know and they can find some pretty horrible stories to fill that hour But I would challenge that if they chose to focus on blessings and all of the good things happening in communities, it would need to be a 24-hour broadcast. I don't think they could squeeze it all into one hour because I know in every single community there's a lot of really wonderful things happening. With the spirit of the holidays, there's a lot of people giving. There's a lot of people sharing. Those are the things that I choose to focus on.
2: Yes, absolutely. So, you know, when I when I talk in a day or when I and people start to tell me this story about how bad it is, I actually I actually look at them in the eye quite often and they go, so what awesome happened? <laughs> and and, you know, you see people step back and go, wow. Uh, uh, and they have to think about it because they're not in practice of talking about what they're grateful for and what was awesome about it. Um, One thing that You know, when bad things do happen and we've all had you've had bad things happen to you, you know, a huge car accident. I mean, just life experiences. I've had some big things happen to me that were really awful in my life. But it's about do we take a lesson from them? Do we take the good from them or do we take the bad from them? What story are we attaching?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Jolie, we've got a caller here, so I'm just going to welcome them on. Hi there. Welcome to Grounded Root.
0: Uh, Hello. This is Greg from Pennsylvania.
1: Hi, Greg. How are you doing today?
0: Oh, I'm doing good. I was just enjoying what what you guys were saying about streamlining. I know uh, I'll do a lot of research and meditation, but I just found a better program uh, that takes uh, articles and translates them into a voice that I can really understand. That's going kind to of help. well that, uh, that
1: sounds like a great it. idea, Greg.
0: Yeah, yeah right Greg, now. I'm it's, really it's,
1: uh, We've got some great stuff coming up on the episode that'll really help with streamlining.
0: Yeah, and plus, you know, one of the things that I work out is I'll meditate a lot and I'll make up my own guided meditations, okay? So what I'm trying to do is because I noticed that different meditations and different angles and approaches work for different things. I'm hoping to find a way to kind of automatically splice meditations together so I can change my intent and not have to go through a whole long process of problem solving every time I'm trying to focus on something different. I don't know uh, how hard that's going to be, but I'm hoping to get down that down to a uh, Maybe not necessarily a one-click thing, but hoping something like that can work out.
1: Yeah, and Greg, there's a lot of experts, too, that can help you with that. Um, I know if you go to Fiverr.com, there's some experts on there, and it's quite inexpensive. But also, with virtual assistants and um, things like that, you can really cut costs, but get them to help you get a really good program recorded and in place.
0: Yeah, I, I've worked with that a, a long time ago after I read, I think, the four hour work week.
1: Perfect.
0: So That's a that great might be an option.
1: You know, it's so funny, Greg, you mentioned that because Jolie and I later in the show are going to be sharing a few books each that we think everybody should be reading. And the four hour work week was in my pile and I was debating and I took it out. So I'm so glad you shared that. And it just goes to show that, you know, there's no such thing as an accident. So. Um, Four-hour yeah. workweek. People really should be checking that book out. It's great.
0: That was great just for the just for the virtual assistant. And I found out that uh, even if I had to help the assistant do a little more, that motivated me enough to get something done to where I would have procrastinated about. So I found that sometimes, you know, working with the assistant, you end up doing getting it done a whole lot quicker just by working with somebody. So oh, Greg,
1: fantastic.
2: that's a good good point for sure.
1: Thanks so much for joining us, Greg, and happy two thousand seventeen. Okay, thank you. Take care. I love that. See that whole synchronicity thing. It happens again. It sure <laughs> does.
2: Sam, I do I do want to say Greg has a great point. And when you have, when you are using people like cleaners in your home or people who are virtual assistants, I found myself that I am way more focused. I have more focused attention to the task at hand. Uh, so when they're working, I'm working twice as hard and he is so right that way.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and you know, just using the example of the cleaning lady, right? So we have the cleaning lady come once a week, and she's a lifesaver, but it forces the kids to pick up their stuff because otherwise absolutely. Do the cleaning. So what would have been a huge ordeal before, um, now it's just a matter of well, it's a non-negotiable because Nancy's going to be here soon. So you need to get your stuff up, or your room's just not getting done, and then you're doing all of it on your own. Um, And also with the virtual assistant, in order to have that meeting of what we're going to talk about, I have to organize my stuff and get it ready so that I know what I'm talking about. So absolutely, just having that other person there, even if it's just to bounce ideas off of, it's such a huge weightlifter and it does help motivate us to get more done with our time too. Mm -hmm.
2: And to that point is... When we're talking about the four-hour work week, one of the things I really love about Tim Ferriss is he makes it a game to become more efficient. Yeah. So instead of a chore, he, he for him it's a game. How can I fix this? How can I, how can I make this better? How can I make this faster? How can I create this so I can spend my time doing things I love? And, uh, you know, that's kind of his, his whole frame of reference of how he goes about doing things. And that is very exciting. And if we can all stay in that space, um, we're going to make 2017 rock.
1: Absolutely. It's that, that whole bringing that inner child out. You know, if you think about that Mary Poppins epi- um, portion of the movie where they're cleaning up the toy room and just singing a song and making it into a game. You're going to get so much more done, especially if it's housework or something manual, it really can get you going. And the other trick I use to make it a game, even when it's not that sort of work, is I set the timer on my phone. And I say, okay, I only have 20 minutes or 30 minutes. What's going to get done in that time? And I find that just having that timeline really gets me motivated to get more stuff done.
2: Yes, that's a huge thing. That is such a great tool. We talked about the other day as far as uh to-do lists, Sam. We talked about uh making, you know, we get we all get overwhelmed. We all get stuck in overwhelm when we start looking at all the things that we have to do in our lives. And especially for motivated individuals who, you know, you look around you and you say, "Hey, you know, we have all of this stuff, and we talked about uh, a little trick that I always use with my to-do lists and putting times beside them.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know if you
2: remember this. Yeah. Um, and anything that, for me, sometimes I'll block off a morning, and anything that is under 10 minutes, I will go and hack and slash my list and go through and just finish all those things that have been sitting there for a while that just take a few minutes, but you just actually have to get them done. And Absolutely. that, yeah, and and you know, as far as reducing the amount of anxiety and overwhelm that you can have when you start to kind of list out your goals and list out your things that you wanna get done, um, taking out the little stuff by just getting it done in a block of time is super awesome. But also, you know, it's about fitting it in the cracks.
1: I think we had talked about that as well. Yeah, and, you know, this is something that I was sharing with you the other day because now um, we're not used to necessarily having a front desk and welcoming people in to go do services and then trying to get our work done in addition to that. And so I know I'd been talking to Chris about it, and I just said what you really need to have is a list of 15-minute tasks with nothing else on that list except 15-minute tasks because when we look around and go, okay, I have 15 minutes. What can I get done? By the time our brain processes that information and then starts to reach into its library of tasks, you know, you've only got five minutes left. So you're not getting a whole lot accomplished and then you're not feeling so great because you haven't done a lot. But what I find is if I have lists with, I actually have four lists. The first list is 15-minute tasks. And I actually only do those when I actually have 20 minutes, not 15 minutes. And, you know, part of it is I have a brain injury, so I take a little bit longer to get into something, but I think it's helpful for just anybody because the reality is if you can get started right away, then that gives you a five-minute bonus at the end to either get some more stuff done or just relax. So I've got the 15-minute list. And some examples for that could be call three clients. It could be um, go wipe down the bathroom. It could be go dust something. The world's the limit. It can be anything. And then the next list is for 30-minute actions. And for those, I do that when I have 45 minutes free. 30-minute tasks, go get it done. And then the other one is my three-day habits. And my five weekly habits. And these ones are really key. So when I'm planning out my week and I do time blocking, which is a really great strategy, I make sure that those blocks are there first. And they could include, you know, my 20 minutes of cardio. They could include, um, I'm not sure, doing my Monday social media work. You know, every Monday I block off some time and I do some social media work. It can be anything that you like, but they are habits that you do either daily or weekly that help you get to where you want to be at the end of the week. And by doing them consistently, they don't take up as much time as they would have six months ago. So those are the kind of lists that I have always available to me so that if I do have that 15-minute break that I've got some time to do something, I can just quickly look on that and go, yeah, that one right there I can get done now. And it helps you feel so much more successful.
2: That is awesome. Feeling successful and and creating momentum is a huge part of, you know, making a great life every day is giving yourself credit and feeling successful. So if you are prepared and you're ready with those lists so that when you have that block of time, when you make that block of time, then you can get things done. That's, that's great.
1: Yeah. And absolutely. That's the key is finding the time that you'll actually do the action. So I work with a lot of people, whether it's stay-at-home moms, I work with CEOs, I work with all kinds of people in different circumstances, and they'll say, my to-do list is a mile long, I don't have time to do anything, and they're just lost. But they've spent so much time doing the prep work. So they've got a beautiful date book, they have a beautiful calendar, but they don't have the action steps in place to help them actually carry out the tasks that they need to do. So this is just one really great strategy of having a list that you can just say, okay, for the next 15 minutes, I'm going to update my date book. Um, Or the next 15 minutes, I'm going to make those calls I need to make. It needs to be something that's an action as opposed to a planning. Because we can get too wrapped up in the planning process. And we see this a lot, too, with people who get addicted to online courses and things like this. They're forever a student, and they're, they struggle to get started with actually putting themselves out there. So the big key is to plan, but to do the actions that are attached to the plan.
2: That's right. A lot of times on my, on my to-do list, I actually have a big red A next to my stuff so that it draws my attention to the stuff that's actually doing and not just, you know, um, thinking about or planning for, but actually creating, uh, that next step in your business, actually creating it, making making it happen, making it real.
1: That's fantastic. So you shared with me that you have got seven steps around using your goals. So could you like That's to share those goals? Yes, I would love to.
2: You know, when we talk about 2017 and we talk about what's going to happen next year, goals are so important. And as coaches, of course, Sam and I talk about goals all the time with people. And uh, when we talk about goals, lots of people go, oh, I just want 2017 to be better than 2016. Um, But there's a lot of With a little bit of time and effort, you can actually get a lot more out of your goals if you make them very specific and attainable and, you know, even having reaching goals, but making it very, very clear. So I do have seven different uh, kind of, I guess, pieces of advice around goals. Number one is to make time to actually sit down by yourself or with a coach, whatever works for you, um, and get really clear on what your goals are. So take the time to actually take them out of the air, take them out of the dreams, and put them down on paper, in one way, shape, or form. Um, and you know, if you want to go even further to that, once you figure out what they are and you kind of have some shape around them, you can make them visual or auditory. Uh, in you know, have making your goals in on a vision board or a vision book, like uh, my vision workshops help people do. Um, or you can make them auditory so you can create kind of an affirmation for yourself and engage different parts of your brain. But it's important to get those goals down in one way, shape, or form.
1: So take the time. And Julie, I love how you said with a coach or something, because one thing that's really key with these goals is we need to have either a running buddy or an accountability buddy or somebody who knows that our goal exists. Because for some, actually for many, just having that accountability of either they can cheer me on when things are getting tough or they're going to call me out on my stuff when I'm not in alignment with what I say I want, having that is a really good motivator. Not from the perspective of trying to please them by achieving the goal, but by having somebody real who will just call you on your stuff. It makes a big difference. And it can really help help sift out whether the goal you want, first of all, is realistic. It can also help sift out whether it's really in alignment with what you say you want for you. Well, and and else.
2: absolutely, that leads into number two for me because my number two uh, reflection on goals is: Are they yours?
1: I love. Are they that. your
2: goals? Because you know, sometimes goals get handed to us. Sometimes there are spouses goals, sometimes there are goals for our kids, sometimes there are goals for who we think we should be, but you have to really take the time to think about are they my goals?
1: And all- and
2: yeah, it's and and it's so funny. You know, you wouldn't think that people would get caught up in other people's goals but it happens so much. So when you're taking the time to see if they're relevant and see if they're your you know make sure that they're your goals and that's something you know when you're writing them out to really really reflect on. Um and you're right about the whole coaching thing. The sharing um but also coaches have the ability to kind of shake out what's what's the actual goal or to ask you questions around it to clarify things because sometimes we make these goals, but they are, they're not specific enough. Or what we don't ask ourselves is we've made this goal, but how do you, if, if it's not like a measurable goal, that's like a, a weight or a, an amount of money that you make or something that you can actually see on paper. One of the big questions that a coach will ask you is, how do you know when you get there? Mm-hmm. And to be able to answer that question because otherwise we'll never feel like we've attained it if we don't give ourselves the credit for it or an ability to see, give ourselves the credit for it eventually.
1: Absolutely. And you know, one example that I had come up a couple of times years and years ago when I was working with parent support and doula work, I had two moms who I was working with and the so one of them, they were both friends, they were both due around the same time, and one of them really struggled with breastfeeding. First of all, she wasn't enjoying it, her milk supply wasn't where she needed it to be, and she was putting a lot of guilt on herself, and she was actually having breastfeeding her child as one of her ultimate parenting goals. And, you know, we had to have a lot of discussion around, is this your goal? Well, one of the things that comes up when we have a goal that's not focused for us and for our, what we really want, often there's a lot of limiting beliefs, whether they're societal beliefs or whether they're beliefs that are within our family or wherever they come from. You really need to be able to break down those limiting beliefs and see, is this really my issue or am I just falling into what I believe will make others happy, even though it's not realistic for me? And, you know, you, you really need to understand whether it's realistic and whether it is, in fact, for you. So I love that you brought that up.
2: Oh, awesome. And that's a great story around it because it's so true. Am I just pleasing others or is this for me? Um, the next one on my list is how, if you've had these goals for a while, if they're not new goals, how long have they been on your list? And just taking a moment to see, are they still relevant? Because what you thought you wanted five years ago, if you still haven't achieved it, you have to take a good hard look at, is it something I actually still want, or is it just on there because it's a habit?
1: Absolutely.
2: I always, always just say this goal every single year. So if it's not your real focus, so say somebody says, I want to lose weight this year and that has been their goal every year for 10 years, but that's not really their goal. Their goal is to grow their business or their goal is to declutter their life or their goal is something else entirely. Why is it on your, why is it even taking space on your list right now if it's not your focus?
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I've got a real life thing. Even in the last few days, I was talking to my cousin about it last night. One of mine and Chris's goals had been for the last, well, we just moved back to Niagara Falls a year and a half ago. And our goal before our move and since then had been that, because we're in a two year lease right now, that we would be purchasing our home by summer. So of course my cousin was asking about that. And it's not something that we really have on our list anymore because it's come to our attention that our children are getting older and we're in that contemplation of, do we really want to buy a big house big enough for all our children when they're not going to be here in five years? Maybe we might want to reconsider and look at condo life. So it was something that has been on actively on our goal list and we've spent time on it but it's not relevant for 2017 so we've actually taken it off our goal list for the year so you know we don't know where we're going to be a few years from now it's totally okay to reassess something that we thought we wanted but it might not fit anymore for you and then if you find it will fit you can always put it back on Oh, and that's the thing. If you guys decide, hey,
2: we're going to buy a house now and in five years we can reassess and we can change to that condo lifestyle. Absolutely. That's still okay. But, you know, those goals take energy. (laughs) So why (laughs) put energy where you don't actually need it? You know, that way you have that much more for the actual relevant items. So that's a great, great example for sure. Now, the next piece, and this kind of goes hand in hand, is number four is, are you passionate about them? Are you, do you care about these goals? And how do they make you feel? So if they're your goals, if if they've been on your list, or if they're new, how do they make your guts feel? Because goals that you just are ambivalent about
1: shouldn't be there. Absolutely. You're totally speaking my language. If you have something on your list and you're constantly dreading it, and I talk to my clients about this all the time that are dreading the Monday mornings and looking forward and living for Fridays, life is too short for that. Obviously, there's something that's not quite in alignment because every day is such a beautiful gift to get out there and do what it is you do. And if you're not doing what you're passionate about, Others can feel it, and you feel it, and is it really worth it to live that way?
2: That's very true. You know, Sam, I teach a workshop called The Fish Philosophy, and I love teaching it because one of the things that we talk about is exactly that. You spend, and here's the, here's the statistic, 75% of your waking hours are getting ready for work, traveling to work, thinking about work, and being at work. So mm-hmm. why would you spend 75% of your waking hours, 75, that's three quarters of your life that you're awake. Why would you spend it waiting for 25%? Why can't you enjoy 100% of your life every single day? And, you know, sometimes that, that means you have to either make some hard choices or sometimes it's not even about the hard choices changing your story and changing who you are going to be every day when you walk out the door or get out of bed or brush your teeth, you know,
1: Absolutely.
2: who, who am I being when I'm doing what I'm doing is what we say in the fish philosophy. And it, it's so true. You know, I, I love bringing that to corporations because it's, it's speaks to the heart of, are you passionate about your life? Because, we all have bills. We all have those things that we have to pay, but, you know, you can create and you can attract to you things within a job, even if the job is crappy. The job itself can be crappy. I mean, the the fish philosophy started with a bunch of fishmongers who, you know, their hands are in ice. They smell like fish. They're in Seattle, which is raining all the time. Um, And really the actual job is crappy, but when they changed their attitude and they chose who they were going to be every day, it made such a difference. And, you know, that's what it's based on really.
1: It really, really makes a difference. So first I want to share with everybody. I'm so excited because Jolie's actually coming to Niagara Falls in April to do the fish workshop. So if that's something you're interested in, make sure you connect with us and we'll get you in because it will be a limited seating And then the other thing, I I have to share this beautiful story. So when we drive to work each day, there is a crossing guard. And it does not matter if it's raining, snowing, sunny. It doesn't matter what the weather is. And, you know, if you're in Niagara Falls, he's every morning, Lundy's Lane in Dorchester. It's a major intersection. And he waves and smiles at every car going by him. It doesn't matter what the weather is. It doesn't even matter whether they smile and wave back at him. This man goes to work and brings 100% every day. And I guarantee this guy's got a happier outlook on life. Because he's just out there owning it. And I just, I love it. So for me, it's so inspiring to see him every morning. And I just wonder, you know, if everybody could bring that to work with them, can you imagine how quickly those... You know, thank God it's Friday memes would disappear.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, when people ever always say to me, oh, my God, it's Monday. And I said, you know, I I say that the Mondays are not inherently bad. If you were on a beach on a Monday, (laughs) is it a bad Monday? Mm
1: -hmm. It's not
2: about the Monday or the Friday. It's about how you're feeling. So I personally love Mondays. I love Mondays and and you know I get all these looks but you know it's inspiring for me to sit down and organize things and 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 create kind of you know consciously create a life that I really love. And yeah. so you know when I'm doing that it makes me look forward to Mondays because that's my day to kind of focus and and get things started and get things rolling. So you you're right it's all about attitude.
1: Yeah, um, it's like you I totally love Mondays too. So that's why I do my intuition Mondays on my Sam Black Psychic Medium page on Mondays because I love them. And so many people were complaining and I was like, you know what? We've got to shift this stuff around. So that's why we have some fun on Mondays on that page every day now. And, you know, it's so cute because I get all these messages from people around the world saying, thank you, I love Mondays now. But really it has nothing to do with me. It's just that planting that seed and they have something to look forward to, and it makes a big difference on every other day that follows.
2: That is super true. That is super true. You had brought up me uh, coming to do a workshop for you at Grounded Roots Wellness um, with Fish, and and I just want to say I'm so excited about this opportunity because quite often I'm brought into a corporation and it's a closed group, and I'm not able to share with an open group where kind of anybody can buy a ticket and come. So I'm super excited to have an opportunity for more people to experience uh the workshop because it is so wonderful and this gives an opportunity for entrepreneurs, people who've just kind of heard about it, if they just want to stick their toe in. Um and and we don't often get that opportunity to just kind of openly offer it. So I'm super excited.
1: Yeah, and it really, it services any industry at all, whether you work from home, whether you're in direct sales, whether you're in a corporation, whether you're in retail, it won't matter, and I think having that cross-section of individuals and experiences is going to make it even that much more fun.
2: I am very excited, and the thing is, it doesn't even have to be an industry. One of the neat things about fish is it actually was became so popular as a corporate item that they made a fish for life book because all of that great information is super relevant in your everyday life. So it's not just something you do at work. It's something that kind of leaks into your home life as well, because it's about treating people. Well, it's about choosing your attitude and it's about having some fun in your life. So absolutely. I'm very, very excited about that, Sam.
1: Me thanks me for having too. me here. Me too. I can't wait. All okay. Right, so, so
2: you next on my list. Now. I'm on five. So the next thing is, with your goals, and I said this at the start, but it it bears repeating. Write down your goals. Now, write them down, whatever works for you. I personally have two different agendas that I use. I have uh, the beautiful Leonie Dawson uh, set for business and life, and if you've never seen Her look her up on Facebook, she's a hoot. Um, and Leonie Dawson is out of Australia, and she she builds these beautiful planners that are colorful and lively. And if you like some sunshine in your life, they certainly provide it. Um, and it takes a look at you know, not only this upcoming year but it also helps us to close down last year so i i write them down in those i also have this beautiful uh color to create your most amazing year i am a big fan of meditation and one of the ways that we can meditate there's not only one way to meditate um sometimes the the coloring or repetitive processes or you know riding horses or riding a bike or doing something where your brain can disassociate a bit uh and coloring's a huge part of that is is something that allows you to meditate and focus a little better and this particular uh uh agenda is one that you actually color so i love that i have this one
1: um sam you know who who did this one Absolutely. So we can give a big shout out to Tamara Brower Arnold. She's the Enchanted Fairy. If you Google Enchanted Fairy, you'll find her, and she created that coloring agenda, Jolie.
2: Yes, it's beautiful. And so I I use agendas to write down my goals, but I also I also write them on Post-its. I write them on colorful paper. When somebody once said that it looked like a Post-it kind of exploded in colors in my office because I I surround myself with ways to catch my attention and make it fun and remind myself in ways that are lighthearted because there's so many ways to kind of bring fun into your life. For me, it's color. Um, so whatever way. But surround yourself with your goals. Don't just set them and forget them. Write them down whatever way works and however many times it works.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, and, you know, another really great agenda that's just been launched, I think, a month ago is the Natalie McNeil Conquer Your Year So she's got the Conquer Kit book, but then also Conquer Your Year. And I'm so blessed to be in the Conquer Club. So I got my copy the day that it was launched and released. But you can get them in bookstores everywhere and on Amazon. And this Conquer Your Year book, it breaks everything up into four or three-month sprints, so quarterly sprints, and then encourages you at the end of your sprint once you've accomplished it to go and celebrate it. And that's the one thing people forget to do with their goals is to celebrate that they actually achieved it. It's so dangerous to get into that mode of, okay, I did that. What's next? Okay, keep working. We need to take that day of break. We need to celebrate our accomplishments. And this book really encourages you to do that. So it's another one I really encourage everybody to check out.
2: That is great. You know, there are so many different ways that we can actually get our goals down there. And for some people, it's just a journal. So that leads us into number six with goals. And when you're sitting down, when you're talking about goals, when you're talking to your friends, whatever whatever it is, honor who you are. Honor who you are. So what that means is take the time to – I know they're your goals, but let go of expectations of everybody else and honor yourself and honor the ways that you best accomplish goals. So some people love journals. Some people love agendas. Some people love post-it notes. Um, Do what what works best for you and be on the lookout for what works best for you because we're taught to do what's best for everybody else, but – Doing it the way that works for you. Like for me, it's the posted explosion in my office, but for other people it might be a different way. And that is totally okay.
1: Absolutely. And one thing too is to check in with people who inspire you. So if you see someone who is a similar character type as you and they inspire you and you see all that they're getting done, open up that conversation to so what is it that keeps you going? How do you get organized? And, you know, everybody's got a different system. The key is to have a system that works for you. So don't ever be afraid to ask others and brainstorm and come up with different things because there is a system out there that will help you stay motivated and most importantly, make sure that you're getting the action steps done towards the goal because the goals aren't just going to manifest all by themselves.
2: Yes, absolutely. You know, we talk a lot about the law of attraction and I always say the law of attraction is awesome, but attraction and action is even better because Mm -hmm. that way, you know, you are putting out the energy that attracts the things that allows your filter to see um, all of the opportunities in front of you because we have this really nifty filter in our brains and I'll just get into neuroscience for a super small second. But really, we have this, filter that we have that allows us to only see what we expect to see. Humans like to prove themselves right. (laughs) And our brain filters information to that. So have you ever bought something new, like a vehicle um, and maybe you're going to buy a red Jeep and you think you're so uh, unique, I guess. And then suddenly you look and everywhere there's red Jeeps everywhere And the reason that is, is not because, you know, suddenly somebody dumped a thousand Jeeps in your city. Um, It's because your brain filters out a lot of information in the day. We have between 50 and 70,000 thoughts a day. And what happens is we can't consciously kind of assimilate all of them. So our brain only allows a certain amount of information in. And what we pay attention to is what we actually receive. And so if you're expecting good things to happen, you will see good things. If you're expecting bad things to happen, you will see bad things. So, you know, it's a very powerful tool. And that actually, uh, that is actually a great piece of goals, I'm going to put like 6.5 here,
1: <laughs> is
2: adjust your filter. Mm-hmm. Adjust your filter um, and allow, allow yourself to see those goals for sure. Um, now,
1: do you have anything else to say about that before I go on to number seven, Sam? Yeah, and just to add to that, try to stay open because although we have goals in place, we may not understand what the universe has planned for us for us getting there. So have our action steps to be working towards it. But if a new opportunity presents itself, it's really important to be cognizant of, this is a new gift coming to me and really assess what it is you want. Because sometimes people get so fixated on, no, I'm going here, that they forget that they could take a side trip and scenic route and see some other goodies along the way. So be open. I love that. That is wonderful. You're so awesome, Sam. Thank you.
2: <laughs> now that leads to point number seven: Surround yourself by people who inspire you. I do that every day um and gather those people around you because really, you, we always hear that you 're the sum total of the five people that you hang around the most mm-hmm. um, and so raise that bar a little bit. Make sure that you 're surrounding yourself by people who open up your heart and make you strive for goals because You know, if if all of our friends have no goals, it's pretty easy, easy to stay on the on the couch and just stay status quo. But if we look around and the people around us are all striving for more and they expect more, absolutely expect more out of life, then you're going to it's going to be easier, actually, for you to do the same.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: And, and, you know, share with them what you're doing as well, because you never know who you're going to inspire through your goals. You know, we don't all start off perfect and we gather inspiration from all over the place and you get energy uh, from other people who have goals as well by just helping them achieve it and helping, you know, helping yourself at the same time. You know, we don't have to be at the top in order to, to pull somebody up with us.
1: It's so true. And, you know, we live in a glorious age where we can have friendships and relationships around the world. You know, you can hop on Zoom or on FaceTime or whatever and have a real conversation with someone. So it's that whole, oh, you know, I, I am where I come from. It doesn't work the same way anymore because if you have the motivation, you will attract the people who are really aspiring to do great things with you. And it's totally okay to have, you know, one support system is over here and one's over there, as long as you're boosting yourself up. And, you know, it's so easy. I have um, one girl that I talked to, and she was she came and she was just so down. And I said, you know what, I'm noticing. I'm not used to seeing this side of you. Like, I've heard you say the F word five times in the last two minutes. And you're just so down, like, is there something going on? And she's like, no, no, I can't think of anything. I'm like, okay, so who have you been around? And she had been spending a lot of time at her parents' house. And I guess just a lot of guys working on bikes and things like that. And she's like, I didn't even realize that I was picking up their language. It's as easy as that if we're spending all our time around negativity whether it's people complaining about the elections or people complaining about their life circumstances or one big thing that I see a lot is people complaining about their pain because the only people that understand what they're going through are also in pain and so they just kind of breed more pain and that's all they can talk about so if we're conscious to these things then we can actually stop that pattern and open it up to what do we have that we are grateful for? What do we have in our life that will help build us to where we want to be? And if you ask these people who are in this negative space, are you enjoying yourself? They'll say, no, I'm miserable. But they just don't know how to get out. And the one way to get out is to by changing that mindset to a more positive pattern.
2: That is so true. You know, surrounding yourself uh, with other people. Good or bad can have a, a, a Massive influence and you don't even realize It just becomes your new normal
1: It it does Without even realizing it without Yes even exactly it. It's really yeah. interesting You know like my kids tease me When we go to Florida I quickly Pick up on accents And I used to spend quite a bit of time down there As a as a child so I do pick it up Quickly but they think it's The funniest thing on earth And So when they were doing this a little Facebook quiz with them last week where you ask your kids different questions about you and then write down their honest answer and three out of my five children when it said what does mommy say all the time they all said y'all and my husband was killing himself laughing because of course I'm very Canadian (laughs) and I was like I don't say it that much but I was thinking about after I'm like if all three of my children would ask privately what something mommy says a lot all three of them said that that's pretty funny stuff so that is totally around somebody all the time who's speaking negatively or using words that aren't boosting and promoting you're picking it up, whether you realize it or not. Or just even not. They're just
2: ambiviant.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Ambiviance can go a long way to dragging you down as well. Um, and so you have to just be aware of ambiviance as well. And just, you know, just status quo and never improving living you know we didn't we didn't we don't exist on this earth to be on a treadmill and just you know do the same thing wake up go to work come home sit on the couch watch tv go to bed we didn't exist for that why why do we do what we do Mm -hmm. you know we actually just really need to create something that we at the end of the day at the end of our life we are Happy that we put on the earth.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. If you know, we- if there's three things that people could learn. The first is that we have way more similarities and differences. The second being that no one was put on this earth to suffer. And the third one is that regardless of what's happening, we can choose gratitude and happiness. If those three things could be adopted alone, it would be a huge shift for humanity. That is
2: super true. Yes.
1: So
2: Sam, we're almost at the end of our time. Should we uh, talk about our books maybe?
1: Yeah, we should. Did you get number seven out there?
2: Yeah, I sure did. That was the surround yourself by amazing people.
1: Surrounding yourself by amazing people. Perfect. Perfect. So one thing that Julie and I wanted to do with this episode because she has a really exciting project coming up is we wanted to share three books that will help you to be consistently creating your life the way you want it, need it, and long for it to be in 2017. So the three books that I have chosen, I'll, maybe, I'll do one and then you do one, Jolie. So okay, sounds great. the first great. Thing I chose was the four agreements. Of course, it's not a new publication, but it's a really good one. And, you know, it works on the four agreements that are be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions. And always do your best. Um, I really encourage it. It's an easy read. It's not that long, but boy is it ever powerful. So I'm encouraging everybody to pick up the Four Agreements and read that. If you're in a book club, discuss it. Um, it's a fantastic book. So, Jolie, what's your first recommendation? Well, great book, first of
2: all. Um, my first recommendation is because we're talking about goals and we're talking about creating a new year, is uh, Simon Sinek's Start with Why. And what he talks about is why we do what we do. And really, there's great TED Talks on this, but the book itself is amazing. And really knowing the why behind why we want to do what we want to do. Because sometimes we just fall, but we don't know what's driving it. And if we don't know what's driving it, it it will peter out. And, you know, quite often people are done their goals by the 15th of January, <laughs> Not because they've accomplished them, but because they've given up on them. But if you have that driving force of why behind it, it becomes much more significant. So Simon Sinek,
1: start with why. Awesome. And, you know, if you find you're somebody who by January 15th, you're running out of steam and you're not really sure where to go, please pop on my Facebook page, Grounded Roots Wellness. Leave me a message. Leave me a post on there. And, you know, I would love to give you a couple strategies to help you keep going. And we want to see all of you succeed. So certainly reach out to us um, and let us know what your goals are and, and what it is you're going to do to actually have action steps in place to help you achieve them. So that's a fantastic book. The next one that was- I'm going to recommend, because remember, I'm all about healing holistically, right? So in order to heal, we have to take care of the physical, the mental, and the emotional. And at this time of year, a lot of people are wanting to purge. They're wanting to purge their stuff so they can make room for the new gifts they got. They um, have a little bit of time off work, so they want to clean their house and sort through. And also, at times, for some people, there's some emotional baggage that gets brought Dinner table over the holidays, and so we really need to sift through that too. Because the reality is, we're not meant to suffer. I mentioned that earlier, right? So if you're, then chances are you need to maybe unpack that bag and let a few things go, because you want to make room for all this fantastic things coming to you. So the book that I'm recommending now is called Truce Heals, and it's from Deborah King. And I do a lot of work around the chakras, and certainly Deborah has been a big influence on me. So Truth Heals really goes through um, with some real honesty, raw honesty. Um, This is not a book for people who like bullshit. Sorry for for the language, but if you like that, it's a book. She's raw and honest. Deborah King is, Um, but it'll go through the different. Areas of life of where we really need to get real and get honest so that our body doesn't pay the toll for the emotional baggage. So that's my next recommendation.
2: Oh, that's an awesome, awesome read, I bet. I'm Mm going to try that one myself. My next one is The Law of the Garbage Truck, and it's by David Pauley. But really, it's about how to stop people from dumping on you, but how to stop dumping on people as well. And it was really a great, great read and uh, will be the first one that I'm going to be reviewing in my new blog uh, that I have upcoming. So that one's going to be really, really great.
1: Awesome, awesome. And I'm really looking forward to the blog. All right, my last recommendation is The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And, you know, the reality is, whether it's with emotional relationships, our finances, whatever it is, if we can understand how things accumulate and how to make things grow and how to be conscious of the things that we want to grow and the things we want to eliminate from our life, this is a really great read for you. Again, definitely well laid out. It's not a difficult read at all. He's got really good real-life examples in there. So that's The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy.
2: Oh, and he's a great author. Absolutely love Darren Hardy. My last recommendation is actually, uh, it's, it's by the president of the Certified Coaches Federation, Abe Brown. Uh, It really is a wonderful read for anybody, but if you're more the analytical type where you need to make some lists, you need to really kind of sit down and figure out where you need to go in life, getting where you need to go, a manual for learning and living your life fit. And life fit is really about kind of really assessing what fits for you in your life and where you should be going. Um, And so that's by Abe Brown, Momentum Coaching from the Certified Coaches Federation.
1: And I'm so excited that that was one of your choices because Abe actually is one of our guests in January, and we're going to be talking all about how to conquer fear and get it out of the way. So um, I love that you recommended Abe. And certainly if you're listening, you will want to catch that episode because I personally could listen to Abe for 12 hours straight and just be nothing but inspired. He's fantastic.
2: Yes, he certainly is. He's a very powerful speaker and a very genuine, authentic soul. And, you know, so people will certainly enjoy him. I'm so glad you have him on your show.
1: Yes. Yes. I'm really excited about that. So thank you so much for sharing, Julie. So why don't you tell everybody what's coming out for you at the end of January with your that vlog?
2: Well, actually, I'm super excited because, you know, in my life, I want to be able to give uh, great information to people. And as a coach, so many people say, hey, what tools can I use? How can I help myself? You know, how can I create um, a life that I really I feel alive and I love? And a lot of the times the tools that I recommend are books. And I find people asking me over and over again, and I keep recommending You know, certain books over and over. So I thought, why not have a blog where I give a book recommendation, uh, once every couple of weeks, and tell you about it. And you can decide if it's something that will fit for you or not, because everybody has different needs. And then there'll be a library of those eventually uh, available. So if you can, you kind of were wondering about the book, uh, The Law of the Garbage Truck, and that looked really interesting, then you can go and see what I have to say about it. You can agree or disagree, but it gives you kind of an insight as to what the book is about and if it will help you on your journey. So I'm very excited to be able to share that tool with people
1: fantastic fantastic and I'm so looking forward to it as well and Jolie do you have the name of that blog yet I know it's not out yet but just to get it's not out yet so you get the the
2: actual first announcement of it um it's going to be called what would Jolie read and that's because as a coach I'm always reading and my maiden name was actually read so it gives me a giggle personally
1: (laughs) I love it I love it so everybody keep an eye out for what would Jolie read Certainly, as soon as it's live, I will be sharing it on my Ground and Roots Wellness page, and I'm encouraging you all to check it out. And Julie, thank you so so much for joining us today. I love having you as a guest on the show, and I'm really looking forward to coming to Ground and Roots Wellness in April. So we're going to be doing the Fish Workshop, but we'll also be doing the Envision Workshop. Can you tell us a little bit about that quickly?
2: Absolutely. Envision Workshop is really about a little bit about the neuroscience of how things work, how we filter information, about treating ourselves really well as a friend, as, a, as opposed to being a bully to ourselves, and then looking at our goals and creating a vision book instead of a vision board, and um, as a coach, I I always have some kind of vision board going, but in my office, I don't really want to talk about my goals. I want to talk about my client's goals. So I always kept my stuff in a book. Uh, So that workshop was really driven from the ability to have more than one page to change things, to add to things. Um, So we will be starting uh, people's own vision books so that they can have them and take them with them. I'm super excited to be there.
1: Oh, I'm so looking forward to it. And you know, we have goals in so many different areas of our life. So sometimes they don't always fit nicely on a vision board. So I love how you have a book instead. And it's something we can take with us. So when we're at home, and we have our vision board on our wall, we're not necessarily going to take that down and take it with us to go do a motivational talk. But we could take a book with us. So I really love that idea.
2: Yeah, I, I really love it as well. It took me a year to build that workshop and every time that I give it, people are, they, they just, they adore it. They even want more time than, than we have in a day to do it. So it's a wonderful, wonderful uh, way to really uh, have a conversation around, you know, what we want to accomplish in the next little while. And, and a lot of times in a workshop, the conversation is the key.
1: Yeah, I really am looking forward to it. So it'll be the fish workshop and the Envision workshop, both led by Jolie Engelbrecht at Grounded Roots Wellness in Niagara Falls, Ontario. And Jolie, how can everyone find you? Um, you, They can find me
2: on angelfishconsulting.ca or jolieengelbrecht.com is the same website. Um, You will post the workshop on Grounded Roots Wellness, I believe as well. Absolutely. Um, Or you can find me Yeah, find me on Facebook on Angelfish Consulting as well.
1: Wonderful. And if you'd like to connect with me or with my husband, Chris, we're at Grounded Roots Wellness Incorporated in Niagara Falls. Our Facebook page is just Grounded Roots Wellness Inc. And our website is www.groundedrootswellness.ca. I also have a Sam Black Certified Psychic Medium and Wellness page on Facebook. And every Monday we do our Monday intuition. So if that piqued your interest earlier in the call, That's how to find that. And, you know, I have some great shows lined up, extra episodes again in January. So that's a great gift we have and lots to look forward to. But And before then will be New Year's Eve. So this is our last time connecting before the new year. You know, I'm wishing you all so many blessings and a wonderful time. And I really invite you, have a look at what's really worked for you in 2016. What do you want to bring with you into 2017? And really, where do you want to go? And if you need any help with getting those action steps in place, you know, you can always connect with me or you can connect with Jolie. She's a fabulous coach, too. And we'd be happy to help you. So Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you for joining us at Grounded Roots. And I look forward to talking to you in the new year. Love you all. (music)